Welcome to episode 46 of Making Geeks. We are the podcast for makers, dads, and geeks. Today, Mr. Josh Price is joining us. I am right here. Mr. Mark O'Keefe. Hello. And Mr. Wes Swain. Hi. And I'm Mr. Sean Jellicker. Wes always throws me off whatever he says right before I say my name. So That's my goal. Yeah, I got to change it up every time. So how are you guys doing? Excellent. Pretty well. Doing, doing great. It's been a Thanks pretty good week so far. Yeah. How are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, gears getting closer, so you're going to start seeing the, well, if you could see me, you know, the smile on my face will be getting a little bit bigger each week as we get closer to uh, graduation date. And then it's uh, home free for I'm a couple to, weeks. Trying to remember back to school, just like that look of complete apathy on the face of most of my teachers when you start dwindling down, like that get home-itis. Like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Your grades are posted. Like, go watch a movie. There's nothing you're doing that's going to make you pass. It's still kind of that way, and I think it's even gotten worse because there's less and less incentive to assign work and a really big final right at the end of the year because we have such a narrow period of time to get final grades in that it doesn't make much sense in a lot of cases. So most of my seniors that I have, which I have one class of seniors, most of them already know what their final grade is unless they mess up this last unit, which if they mess up this last unit, they deserve to fail and not graduate because they need my class for, to graduate. It's kind of cool being able to have that leverage over them, though. <laughs> it's, it's good to be the king. Yep. Bow down to your god. I've been fighting with senioritis with, you know, for 36 weeks with all of them. <laughs> so I get a, a little bit more leverage here at the end, which is kind of nice. I like to scare them about being out open in the real world. Does your school put their grades online for them to see throughout the year? Yes, we have um, one of the, I think there's a law in the state now that parents are supposed to have access to see kids' assignments and grades now, and the kids have access the same way. Do they have a function? Because I know when I was finishing my degree that you could like enter in hypothetical grades, and you could see what your calculated score would be at the end. No, they don't. So I don't have, know if you guys offer that. No, no, they don't. Well, that's, that's not built into our system. Probably smart, because when you get toward the end, you're like, I don't feel like doing that week's worth of stuff, and so you can just <laughs> put zeros. And you're like, if I don't do anything, like I, I can still make a B. I'm good with B. Well, so you just kind of like <laughs> not do anything work. The only way that would work for them is if they actually knew what the end total number of points was, which they don't. Mm-hmm. At least for my class, I keep them guessing. Oh, kids, wait till you get to college. They make it so easier for you to, to sham. But I think that's actually a good skill, though, too. If you're if you're proactive enough to try to calculate things that way, then I, I see it as a, as a benefit in a lot of ways. You're able to manage risk. Yeah. Like, if I don't want to do this, or if I need to make a certain grade, I need to make this certain score. So you can you know manipulate your effort. That sounds kind of bad, but... The, the last big assignment I gave my seniors was 30% of their overall grade. So they were all trying to Ooh. freak it. Yeah. Because it was a major research paper where they were supposed to demonstrate every skill they should be able to do when they graduate my class and get ready for college. So it had to be worth that much and that much pressure. So they were all calculating and trying to figure out. And the basics never change. You know, if you have a C in the class, you have to get higher than a C to increase your grade. And, you know, that basic logic never really changes. There's a, a college professor in the I Like to Make Stuff group. His name is Ross Carroll. Yeah, I know Ross. He's a yeah, he's a doctor at a I think it was Arkansas State. And Something like that. For the last couple of weeks or whatever, he's been posting like responses from his students. It's like, can I just do all the work right now for the le- the entire semester, like in the last week, and get my grade? Or like, <laughs> why do I have all zeros for this thing? It's like, well, because you didn't do the work, so you got a zero, and that's. All right, so not, not to go too much off on the education tangent, but if you want to read something that's pretty funny, go on to Twitter and search hashtag APLang, A-P-L-A-N-G, because all my, all my English students just finished taking their AP test, and a lot of them just had a really hard time with it. So there's about 100,000 tweets about the test, even though they're not supposed to talk about it. You know, it's all there. 
And I told them, I think they're funnier on Twitter than they are in real person. There's some really <laughs> funny stuff on there. I really got to send you that book, Sean. Okay. Well, that's what, is that the one you showed me to in Boston? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I, I can't get through like three or four pages without like having to put it down to catch my breath. It is, it is funny. Maybe we'll uh, post, remind me of the title. I'll post a link to it. Uh, yeah, I'll grab the Amazon link. Yeah, you can send that later. So what are you up to, Wes? Um, 3D printing a skull that I modeled for a collaboration with Bobby Duke. We're working on a World of Warcraft uh, sword together. So I'm 3D printing some parts that I modeled, and he's carving some stuff. I think he's using, like, western cedar or something. Like, one chunk of it. And he's carving, like, the whole sword out of it, pretty much. That's awesome. It's, yeah, he sent me some pictures. It's going to be pretty crazy. And we're planning on having LEDs and everything. So. I should have planned this a little bit better. I was planning on building one of the shields from World of Warcraft. would have been kind of, like, an interesting mm-hmm. pairing. Um, although, that, although that character doesn't use a shield. I don't yeah. even know who used that sword. The Lich King. <laughs> it's been a while. The last time I played Warcraft anything was Warcraft 3. Yeah, been, that's, like a decade. that's, that's my, my reference. I used to play the actual like StarCraft Warcraft. And then mm-hmm. it went World of Warcraft. It went, nah, you guys went too far. I played World yep. of Warcraft I, for a couple of years. And I don't want to live here. I had to stop. It was it was too involved and taking up too way too much of my time. And I've been clean for like six years now, so I got my little chip. <laughs> the uh, the only MMO I've ever played was a uh, City of Heroes and City of Villains. It was like a superhero mm-hmm. one. You could like choose your costume and your power set and your origin story and like all that stuff. It was really cool. It was really fun. Yeah, it was really cool. It's much more engaging for me than fantasy stuff. <laughs> Have you, Josh? What are you up to? What am I up to? Uh, we just got back from a trip. Just super cool. We took the house down to. We took the house. That was weird to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we took the house and everybody down to Daytona Beach. Um, walked in my master's graduation ceremony and we went down to Kennedy Space Center, which is super, super duper fun. And I just posted a video about it. So I think this is our first travel y kind of video, our intro to all that. People were interested in following along with our journey. So this is the first installment. So if you really do care, head on over to the YouTube channel and go check out Volume 1. Because it's pretty neat. It's Kennedy Space Center is super awesome. It's, you should just tell people you moved to Kennedy yeah. Space Center. That's true. You know? Like, wherever you move, just say, oh, we're moving to North Carolina. And they're like, oh, just to get, like, the reaction from people. And then they're like, oh, wait. <laughs> well, I thought about it the other day. Like, and it's the first. So I work as a defense contractor, and I have a security clearance. When I have a big one. And to get a security clearance, you have to fill out this really long questionnaire. And you have to have listings of every place that you've lived for like the last 10 years. And you have to have someone that knew when you were there. You have to have your actual address and then someone who knew you when you were there and like two other references or whatever. And I stopped and thought, oh my God, if I ever had to update my security clearance, like this would just be impossible. Yeah. Hmm. Stay in a Walmart parking lot one time. There's a hobo named Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Became good friends. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. We're recouping from getting back. Had a busy day at work. Which Yeah. Oh, before we get into our topic, it oh, it blew my mind the other day. So I'm I have I am training my replacement right now. So I'm kind of weirding out about that. So I officially have a last day of work. And it is the twenty ninth of June. Where I will be a full-time traveler, full-time maker, full-time everything other than my job on the 29th of June. So I kind of weirded out. So you mean you're going to be productive? Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> get stuff done. But the strangest part, though, is the guy who's coming to replace me, Mark, I'm not joking, he looks and sounds exactly like you. Like, to a T. Mm. Not joking. I will get a picture. You have a doppelganger. <laughs> I kind of really want to see this. 
<laughs> exactly that laugh exactly the same it's, it was blowing my mind and there's a guy who works in my is office is he as tall as me yes oh <laughs> is he is he as cuddly as me i don't know i haven't got that far <laughs> not yet yeah not yet but uh you gotta, you gotta, you gotta share a uh yeah, Airbnb with him, and then we can find out who's That's better. That's true. <laughs> You're a good big spoon. <laughs> better than Wes. I'm cut. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, Jason, a friend of mine that works with me, who listens to the podcast, like, I looked at him the other day, and I was like, "If you ever want to know what Mark looks like, I was like, look at him. <laughs> like, exactly like him." So not only am, am I pretty stoked to announce that I finally do get to quit the job that I don't want to be in anymore and travel and make full time, but I'm training my replacement. It looks like Mark. So it's kind of weird and neat all at the same time. <laughs> How about you? Who else didn't we? Mark. Mark? I think I got to go. Yeah. I've, I've been... Um, we, we It seems we are coming out of the uh, babysitter curse. Um. You stop breaking them all? She's healing. Uh, <laughs> quick backstory. My mother-in-law broke her ankle while holding my baby, trying to step over a gate and falling and crap hit the fan. So um, Tracy took the baby this weekend because I've been jonesing. So I was able to make a huge dent in moving my office away from directly underneath the bedrooms. Um, and today I spent rebuilding bits and pieces of one of my uh, desk areas. And I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. I can see things taking shape. And it's going to be awesome because last night I worked till two in the morning. And I was fairly loud, and nobody woke up, so my future looks bright. I'm going to be able to do things and not disturb anybody. That's awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> so I got to finish rebuilding my one desk, and then I have to get some stuff to build the enclosure for the X-Carve, and I very well might be able to X-Carve into the wee hours of the morning without waking up a single soul in my house. Okay. And and then I can actually learn how to use the damn thing. So if you're learning how to use it, that, that sound buffer will be you cursing a lot, I bet. I can curse very, very quietly. The sound of material being thrown across the room. <laughs> well, see, like the biggest... I, I've tried to run a couple things, and what happens... I don't know why it's happening, but it when it moves along the Y-axis, it'll like stutter somewhere in the middle. So I don't know if something's not in alignment or if it's moving too fast and it kind of starts tripping itself. What are you cutting? I, it was like plywood. You need to up the uh, the gain from the, the GBRL shield when you put on top of the... Yeah, so the shield the that what you now? put on top... Yeah, the shield you put on top of the Arduino that has your X, Y, Z, the wires that run out of that. There are three little rheostats that are very, very sensitive. You just need to take it and then just turn it clockwise a little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 Give it a little more no, juice. Well, what I, what I did with those was for the motors, I, I turned them all the way down and then turned them all the way up so I could hear things because they start making noises if you run too much voltage through them. Mm -hmm. So And then I turned it all the way down again and then turned it up until it just started making audible noise while doing nothing. And then I stepped it back until the noise stopped. Hmm. So well, then, yeah, I, you might be running it too fast. Because that's usually a pretty common problem, is it? If you get the NEMA stepper motors, yeah, like that, that shield doesn't put out enough power, and you have to increase that power. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I mean, I have, I've, ha I have zero experience and runtime with it. Like I, I've run like two or three pro projects. And that was it. So I have no nothing with this. So once I fun. get, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait because once once I finish the X carve and get that running, I need to rip apart my first three D printer, and 
start rebuilding it and that i'm kind of excited for too because it i don't know i kind of i've never ripped apart a 3d printer to this depth before so that that's going to be thoroughly interesting i think with building the x carve you gave yourself a really good base yeah yeah i mean they're all the same thing Mm -hmm. one's taking away and the other one's adding but i mean despite mechanics are all the same yeah despite the uh the the addition or removal sections of it they're all the same motors they're all the same tracks they're all the same everything which actually makes me think how come nobody based a 3d printer on a thoroughly successful cnc machine because at that point the Mm -hmm. only thing you'd have to worry about is how's your extruder and that's been pretty much solved through a billion different people they have some that are interchangeable like the, CNC, the laser, the three D printer. Yeah, there's a couple of them. But I mean, take take like nobody's nobody's done this. Take a super high end. We got to contact Joel Crawford. Um, take one of the really really accurate CNC machines. Take the cutting head off, and put the extruder on it. Is there a difference in the fine motor movements between a three D printer and a CNC? No, I just think it's, those, it's those big just, CNCs like run too fast. So unless you had well, like a three quarter so inch extruder, yeah, but then that's no different than an X carve, like that really big one. Like you would reach a point of like diminishing returns. So if you had like a massive machine and you wanted to turn that, because there are some. Like we went to the well, Atlanta not, Maker Fair, there was a guy that had a huge like four by eight three D printer. Well, I'm not talking about size or speed. I'm just talking about accuracy. So basically dedicate a smaller portion of the entire um, surface area on the CNC to say that's your, your build plate for your 3D printer. It'd be dirty. You have to segregate that thing. Maybe that's one of the reasons, too, is just cleanliness. Yeah, because then you run into my problem where I have just a three-foot-by-six-foot box. Everything happens in it, and i got to try to keep everything clean. See, and there there's the next thing. Somebody needs to make a hot-end attachment for the X-Carve and then you have a thousand by thousand 3D printer. Yeah, you're limited in Z height, yeah. yeah. Well, that's you know, you can work. You can on make that. a lot of one step plates. at a time. One step at a time. Big turkey platter, you can make <laughs> the most beautiful plastic toilet. turkey platter you've ever seen. It's the great fancy toilet seat. I think you carve the uh, <laughs> carve the dish it goes on. Every time you sit down to go to the bathroom, you get up with roses on your legs and butt. Hmm. Well, Mark, what were you talking about? Because we've been yammering on for a while now. We should probably yammer on about something <laughs> together. <laughs> what are we talking about? All right, Josh, do you want to introduce the, this whole thing or do you want me to? Now I want you to. <laughs> All right. My understanding is wafer thin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we thought it'd be fun for today's podcast if we did almost kind of like a maker draft, where if you were able to pick five makers to create your team and basically have the ability to create anything you wanted, what five people would those be from the maker community? And we're, we have a pretty wide base of people to choose from, so uh, you might hear some new names being mentioned, and we'll try to even leave links to a lot of these other people in the in the show notes as well, so... This should be fun to see who we come up with as our kind of like our dream maker team. And each person could only choose, or each person could only be chosen once. So wait, we're limiting it to the maker community? Yeah, but think about how large of a community that really is and who, what that really stretches to. Well, I guess. I mean, if you guys want to go, I don't know who you'd pick. I think that, we can, like, any creator. Which I would also call a maker, so that, that works. Oh, don't wax semantics about titles, boys. We've done that already. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not getting into that. But oh, uh, well, okay. it's it's a it's it's a a spectrum of okay. You know, so let's let's small open, and large well, and, and the the worldwide. Then, then okay, we'll, let's just keep it open. Then I mean, anybody that you think is going to be a benefit to your team for that purpose. Agreed. Got it. Okay. Yep. So do you want to go by by rounds? Like, actually, it's probably fairer that way too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so set the. Set the lineup. Who's going to win? Well, we'll have to go in the same order every time, so. Mm-hmm. I'd say rock, paper, scissors, but you guys can't see me. 
<laughs> yeah, Sean's video feed is missing for some reason. I have no idea why either. Everything appears to be working on my screen. Oh, well. I guess, uh, what, youngest to oldest? Ha-ha! <laughs> That's revealing. <laughs> I don't think it's that big of a secret. I have the most gray hair. Nope. Guys, go sit back in your motorized chairs while I get this started. <laughs> Grandpa. Okay, so my first pick, um, I looked at this like if I had, yeah, you know, like a team of, of employees. If I had a mastermind and I'm like, I'm going to pick my Avengers team. Um, I wanted to do stuff that I haven't done yet. And then people that I know are better than me at things that I currently do. And the first person that came to mind is Frank Hallworth. Mm. Because, yep. Because Frank is a, a masterful woodworker, has the ability to, uh, to, he has a lot of really, really old tools that he knows how to fix. He has an amazing shop that he made. He has CNC skills that are crazy nuts. And his video editing and videography and like stop motion animation is freaking brilliant. So those are all things that are amazing individual skills. And Frank is, I've met him one time before. Frank is a super cool guy. So my first pick in the draft is Mr. Frank Hallworth. Ba-boom. So who's next? I think Wes, are you next? 79. 80. Um, so Mark's, Mark, next. Mark's next. Oh, youngest. Okay. Oh, we're, do, we're going, we're going one, one by one by one. All right. Yeah. Um, I think my first pick, I don't know his real name. Um, it's a good start. Oh, it's <laughs> you it's, in the it's, back. It's the YouTube channel. I know his YouTube name. Um, no. I would pick the engineer guy. Because he knows how a ton of stuff works. So, <laughs> so. Hey, I want to make this. Well, this works by A, B, C, D, and E, and G. You know? So, knowledge is the key to really building anything that pops into your head. So, that my first pick would be the engineer guy. Nice. That's a good one. Well, the first one I would choose is probably an obvious choice for me. Um, maybe not. I think he can do a lot of helpful things, a lot of materials that I'm yet to uh, work with. And if I need a jig made, I just can count on him to make it. Mr. Izzy Swan. Easy. Yeah, that was a, Easy that was pick. A good pick. Damn. <laughs> if I need a jig to, you know, get get some chocolate milk made for our team, he can do it. You know? <laughs> you addition just to chocolate milk? Random skill? <laughs> hey, I mean, you can't discount how important that is. Does he what? Does he add the pinch of salt at the end, or <laughs> he might? Go ahead, John. All right. Well, unlike Mark, I want somebody who could actually do something and not just lecture me about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for what be, should have been the obvious choice for most people, and that's Jimmy DeResta. Probably the the left, most years left of that softball. Yeah, I know, I know. But nobody else decided <laughs> to take it, so you know what? I'm gonna take it for a walk-off home run. So <laughs> he could he could do basically anything and has enough knowledge to to probably you know would be able to walk it, you know anybody through any project. Um, so team captain Jimmy Duresta, you're up, Josh. Right. Well, I got you. Got to pick the the top names while we can. So I'm I'm taking Mr. Adam Savage. Yeah, man. Yep. Hey, that's so, on you guys. You had your chance. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to not, not only, be obvious yeah. the first pick. Right? But you're just leaving it for everyone else. Yeah, so not only is he just well-rounded in many different facets, like, he, he's very... You watch his videos, like, he, he's very individualized. He can go out and he can make something on his own, but if you watch every other video, he loves to learn. And so, like... I feel like my whole team would be full of people that are really, really good by themselves. Right? Everybody has their own YouTube channel, their own workshop, so it'd be way too many chefs in the kitchen. But I feel that Adam Savage, out of which ironically being the most popular out of all of them, would listen and go, "What do you need?" 
here's here's what I can do. I go, Adam, I need you to go do X, Y, and Z while we go do this stuff. He go, boom, done. He would get it done. He would get it done quick, and it would probably not be in the way that I would imagine, but it would get done. And he's just a super cool guy. So yeah, Adam Savage. Haha. Marcus, your turn. Oh, we're back to me. Oh, oh yeah, you just okay. Are, are um, we here? There's one, two, three, four of us, right? <laughs> I'm I'm researching YouTube as we're going through this. Okay. Um, you need somebody who's a multitasker. <laughs> yeah, deer in headlights look like I'm, no I'm, other. I've never been a multitasker. I'm, you know. Okay. My next pick. I'm gonna try and keep this grounded. I'll save the one guy I have for the last if I need it. I'm gonna go with uh, the queen of crappy robots, Simone Yetch. It's a good pick. She does a ton of crazy crap. And that's just fun. Sometimes when things go sideways, it's still fun. <laughs> so I'm definitely going with her. Well, in order for me to counteract that pick, I have to go with something crazy as well. But very talented. Uh, if I need something lasered, like a pig eyeball, I know who to count mm. on. <laughs> if I need you know, to know if you can laser cut a pumpkin... I can I can count on him, yeah. I know a guy. Yeah, Mr. William Osmond. I'll have to choose him. That's a good choice. You know, background in mechanical engineering doesn't help as much as you think. Yeah, it it helps. It helps. All right, so I think that's me now. I am going to draft Mr. Ben Ueda. Design and style. Design style. uh, Love the creativity and the architecture. And he has some good sponsors, too, to bring along for the team. I was about to say, so your team can make some money. <laughs> I thought this through. Hmm. So, I've got two very structured and analytic people. So, I need somebody who's artistic. I need a left-brain person. So, I need... Hmm. I need some diversity. So, I just listened to... Uh, last maker cast with Rebecca de Groot. So I would choose Rebecca de Groot because there's things that I've seen her make not only out of wood, but mostly out of wood. I'm like, I don't understand what I'm looking at right now. Like these awesome sculptures that she had that look very organic and alive. And I think it would bring a whole different set of skills because I am not very artistic and I always respect people that are and that can blend those two. So Rebecca de Groot's my number three. That's a good pick. All right. My number three, being that I have the guy who knows a ton of stuff and the crazy chick, (laughs) I'm going to go with the super structured, drive other people crazy because they are so structured person. I'm going with Jamie Heineman because the man knows a lot. He's very structured, very disciplined. And very, very deep in his his evaluation of situations and what needs to be done and how to get to an end point. Well, at least Jamie and Adam are separated. <laughs> yeah, they have to be on different teams now. Yep. Well, I'm going to need an electronics wizard to fill in the areas that I definitely don't have. Um He's really good. He did some Arduino projects. He's done, you know, actually a lot of Arduino projects, a lot of creative stuff um, with like pneumatics and some, you know, outer space kind of theme stuff. I'm going to choose Jeff Highsmith. He's done some videos for Make. He made the Space Command Center Mm -hmm. that was all the rage a couple years ago and several other creative projects. So I'm going to choose him. That's still one of my favorite maker projects of all time. Yeah, that one's crazy. (laughs) All right, so I'm also going to get somebody uh, electronics, uh, skilled with electronics on my team, Ben Heckendorp from the Ben Heck Show. Ooh. Mm. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) That is a good choice. He's funny, he's good with electronics, just has a good understanding of how things work, and I don't, so he'd be perfect on my team. 
Okay, so now you got me thinking about electricians. So you took a lot of the good ones. Not that there are ones that are bad in particular, but I will choose. Man, I keep going back to Mythbusters. I'm going to choose Grant Imahara. Oh, I had that on here, but I didn't want to. So somebody that can take. He's an electrical engineer. I believe he has a master's degree in electrical engineering as well. Take electronics and then make it actually work into a physical thing. Not just like run a bunch of code, which I'm sure he knows how to do too. But choosing Granny Mahara. Number four. All right, we're doing number four. Let's see. All right. My number four, I'm going to go with another. Hmm. No, you know, I'm going to go with the the crazy smart crazy guy. I'm picking Elon Musk. Because. <laughs> He'll fund can, whatever you're doing. <laughs> can, can you argue? Like, hey, we got to go to space. All right, let's. All right, uh, I'll have you there in like three he'll, days. He'll help manage the rest of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to make a table. But like, we can make a table that floats and like will drive a... you to places. I'm like, whoa. He doesn't whoa. even need legs. That, that table will make you dinner. Yep. So, I'm, I'm going with my, I'm going with my smartest pick or my smartest person pick out of everybody because that dude's. I think I think he's like a step under. Um, oh wow, brain fart. We, um, That's bad if you're right under a brain fart. <laughs> Should be at least <laughs> a little bit higher. What's 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 the uh, Ronald McDonald wheelchair robot voice? Stephen Hawking. Not, yes. I just wanted to hear him, see him squirm a little bit longer, man. Come on. No, sorry. That was people. I, don't, I, I honestly don't yeah. think a Musk is is that far behind uh behind him because he's really smart yeah, i mean it, it might not be the same category as musk is primarily a dreamer though as opposed to hawking as we can actually deliver on his theories and everything he's, he's still he still gets the job done you're not going to be able to make anything everything you make is going to be theoretical so you're not going to get shit done he farms out all of his ideas to third parties <laughs> you won't get he's anything still- it, there is still something to be said about someone who inspires the thoughts in other people. True. Fair enough. You know, He's your project manager. I am just secretly yeah. jealous too. So, <laughs> why are you on number four? Well, I'm getting to be pretty decent at 3D printing, but I'm going to need somebody that really 3D prints like on a scale that kicks most other people's tails. I'm going to choose uh, James Burton from X Robots. You guys familiar with this? Oh, that's a. I was on my list earlier. <laughs> well done. You built like There's a full size Iron Man and... Hulkbuster suit. Oh, that our, you know. uh, X. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. I didn't know his his uh, his name. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that guy's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What can you Plus say? Except, yeah. Robots. X Robots. Cody UK. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He would just come over and like just bring all your working BBH so I can play with them. <laughs> like, you don't need to build anything. I just want to play with all the stuff that you've made. Yep. Well, I think I'm going to be picking uh, Mr. Bill Duran. Oh, that was on my list. Smart choice. So we could all have really cool uniforms and cosplay. <laughs> mm. See, I had I had Frank Apolito on my list for that very reason. Mm-hmm. That's my last pick. It's a toss-up between three people on that same category. Frank, Bill, mm-hmm. and uh, Evil Ted. Mm-hmm. Evil, Evil Ted. Yep. So, I've got one pick left, right? And I've done woodworking and electronics. Do I want to go with prop making and that kind of stuff? Or do I want to go with, like, metal stuff? Both categories that I've equally wanted to get into and don't really have the means to do either. So having expert in either one of those fields would be beneficial. So part of me wants to go with Alex Steele, guy who forges stuff. He has like a daily show, a British guy. He is, um, his, his show is awesome. So do I go with him? Do I go with Frank Apolino? Or do I go with someone that we know that I just want to hang out with? Or do I go with Bobby Duke? Because he's just a handsome guy that knows how to carve stuff. True. I don't know. I don't know what to do. This is your fifth and last pick. You better make it a good one. 
Hmm. I can't choose MacGyver. Do we? Okay. If I can't choose MacGyver, yeah, we should save that for another time. Yeah. Um. I'll go with Alex Steele, the forge metal forger, because I think it's awesome, and I've always wanted to kind of do it. If I need a tool, he's got some metal, and he's gonna make it. So there we go. There's my five. All right. So who do I have? I have Heinemann, smart. I have Musk, really smart. I have Simone, smart and crazy fun. I have the engineer guy who's smart. Are you actually going to build anything? Are you just going to surround yourself with people that are smart? <laughs> well, no, no, because you got... I'm kidding, you, I'm he, kidding. Heinemann can build anything. Simone will build sure, it. Hyman will have to rebuild Simone it. Simone can build anything. I'm pretty sure Musk can build almost anything. I don't think he's as useless as just a brain. I would so like I'm to a, see that actually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with another crazy. I'm picking Tori Balechi. Hmm. Well, you split up the team. Cause, whoa. Oh, there we go. Um It's a master white, model maker. Wait. White Rabbit Project's been fun watching him build stuff and and years of Mythbusters and years of ILM and but he just, just made your insurance just premiums be... go really high. What's that? Mm-hmm. He just made your insurance <laughs> premiums like skyrocket. We're not talking about insurance. That that has not <laughs> been part of the equation. But Elon Musk can cover it, right? So you're good. <laughs> This is the ideal world where insurance doesn't need to exist. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going with Tori. Got to keep that morale high. Keep the stress level low so the brain keeps pumping. Hmm. In case some, you know, big catastrophic event happens where we lose power, we lose power tools, computers, anything like that. I'm going to choose the guy from Primitive Technology. Damn it. Mm -hmm. I think he can make most anything using like bamboo and sticks and fire and a little bit of clay. I think he's very... I'm not sure how many designs he comes up with on his own or he's like sourcing them from other people that have already done. I'm not sure about the background on that, but it it just seems like a lot of creativity and ingenuity. So, I'm going to go with that guy. I'm having a crisis over here. So there's somebody I thought from my fifth one, and I can't remember who it was now. <laughs> I have like four that'll fit in nicely, but I, I'm missing somebody in my group. Captain uh, Crunch. Maybe. Mr. Rogers. Well, just to kind of keep it going, I saw... Um, who was it? Crap. Uh, Nick Offerman. Mm, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Bring some comedy. Bring some skills. Know that he already works well with at least one other people, one other person in my group. <laughs> it's important yeah. to have that unity. See, this is the problem with nepotism. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my list. <laughs> okay. So do you see? Do you see any conflicts in your group? Nope. I almost introduced one, but I got rid of it. Yes. Because, yeah, I think, Mark, I think you've got a bunch of dreamers and a couple of doers. I think that, I think Jamie Heineman would have that thing, whatever it was that you're trying to build, done in a couple minutes while everybody else was staring at a whiteboard. <laughs> that would actually make a really entertaining well, no. show. I think, I think between Jamie... Um, Simone and Tori, things would get done, but Tori and Simone might start a fight with Jamie, and then the engineer guy and Elon would be talking a lot, and then Jamie'd be like, "I don't care what, resume. I don't, I don't care what you're drawing on your board. I'm doing it this way." It would still be fun to watch, though, and given enough time, they would probably, you know, meld and get something done. If we're talking about quick, my team's not it. Huh. <laughs> Did you all have a particular project in mind when you were picking your team? 
Or did you just like, like to hang out with people? Well, because I've hired somebody before, and this is kind of what you think about whenever you go through an interview process. You're like, I have criteria, but like, <laughs> that guy is just a cooler person than the other people. I kind of like him better. Well, that's also part of, like, if you're hiring someone, it's not it's not simply, is this guy qualified for the job? It's, you gotta, he has to work, or he or she has to work with a ton of other people. Is this person gonna make the people who are here want to create violence? <laughs> you know? That's an odd measure. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 but it's it's still just as important. Like if you hire someone who you know is going to rub the wrong way the majority of your team, would you still hire that person? Nope. It would have to be a very, very special circumstance where they were that good that I, I'd have to be willing to put up with it. I mean, it's That's why it's nobody an picked Wrangle odd... Star. No <laughs> way. <laughs> I would have had to have him on my team. That would have made it interesting. <laughs> I'm sure that guy is capable. In our <laughs> circle of people, nobody likes that dude. I'm still not entirely clear on why no one likes him. Yeah, me neither. I'll, I'll, I just, I'll I just know it's after. significant. I'll give you some of the lowdown after. All right. I'm proud of my pick. You know what I think we should do is I think we should actually post our lists and have people vote on them on Twitter. You do the if list. Were, if there was an Olympics, like who would win? Maker Olympics? Maybe we'll frame it in terms of either a, a specific project or who do you th- what team do you think would be best prepared to handle um, almost any building project that came their way? We'll, we'll, find, we'll, find, the... we'll find a way to phrase it that actually best kind of um, speaks to what we, do, what we do decided for our teams. They would have to be big projects. Well, like, kind of the point. How do you... Like solve world hunger kind of thing. No, I no. Not not like who's gonna make a dining room table. A little bit more than dining room table, a little bit have. less than world yeah. hunger. Who's have, who's gonna some... build a giant fighting robot and rule all? That'd be pretty good. So here's a quick question just kinda wrap this part up. Who are some people that you thought would have been picked that weren't picked? Oh. Matthias hmm. Wendell. He was the first one. Actually I almost picked him, but I didn't think he'd play well on my team. The, the potential <laughs> conflict? He would call yes. everybody else dumb and make his own project <laughs> quietly off to the side. I, and after I'd, everybody uh, builds it, he would just jump down on it and destroy it. So I'd, I had Joel Crawford too. Yeah, I had Tony Rouleau on mine. To be honest with you, I, I worker and yeah. worker and he was one of my yeah. uh, alternates. I also had Matt Cremona, possibly, and who else? Bob. I would I would pick Bob. I don't know. Bob's a cool guy. Bob can do said, a lot of everything. Kinda, you might hang out I think with, he I thought you were gonna say. Yeah. I think he didn't get picked because, like, he's he's among like Duresta level. Like, no, you can't pick Bob. That's just too obvious. No, I don't. I don't agree with that at all, though. I think Bob no, I is think... a generalist, though. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Well, some sometimes you need that, though. But Bob prides himself on his ability to communicate, like, to people that are new, to like remove barriers to learning, not to show the. The expertise, the expertise of, of any given yeah yeah of a specific so bob has his place but yeah bob is very well rounded and bob's a problem solver so if you needed somebody who's a problem solver then yeah absolutely he would be my idea person rather than your elon musk <clears throat> if, if yeah. i could put those two kind of picks side by side I, I can i can definitely see him in the same vein i i thought of uh cody from cody's lab in case we ran out of materials and we needed like yeah. harvest some more from like iron ore or from like the roadside. Go, go scrape all yeah. the rocks off the highway. <laughs> Nobody no picked Colin Furs, right? No. I mentioned him earlier, but I, I, yeah. Backyard scientist. He'll probably kill himself or fling himself off of something. <laughs> Could I pick the slow mo guys just to document everything? <laughs> right. I get that. Uh, get, was it the? There's a girl on YouTube now that does woodworking, but she does it very provocatively. You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, Wasn't that a yeah. like a like a joke type thing, or was she legit? I don't think it was a joke. I think it was it's it was ongoing. Oh. Where she would make these projects. I don't know if she's a real maker or not, but she just it but looks she, like they picked if she's on my team, we wouldn't get anything done. But, yeah. What, I don't think she represents women very well, so I don't think people would take her very seriously. What what's the name? I don't remember. <laughs> That's something 
Something red in the title, I'm imagining. It was some, like, advertiser's dream. Like, we got to get a hot chick and some power tools and push her boobs out, and boom. Billion views. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's happening. That just sounds like a good idea. You you can't fault them. Yeah. And just jealous we can't use the same tactic for ourselves. Yeah, Yeah, that would not work that well. My boobs aren't nearly as attractive. (laughs) Almost, but not so much. No, I I don't... I don't think I'm in the ballpark. Hmm. <laughs> Justin, Justin's going to get mad that we didn't pick him for his gross all abilities. <laughs> no, he's, he's Andy Berkey. He's busy at the Ooh. moment. He's in a war with like 17 different people. <laughs> well, that was he's fun. like Napoleon Dynamite of makers. He's like taking fights <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> 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 Bet you I got scroll saw over them mountains. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Yes, yeah, so we'll have to do something with our list where anybody uh, listening can can vote on what team they think would uh, do best in any situation that we come up with, and we'll we'll figure that out. And we'll post it on Twitter and some of the socials. That would be fun to kind of see people's reaction to, or even mention. Um, people that maybe we missed or you thought that we yeah. should have had on our team. I think that kind mm-hmm. of interactivity could be uh, could be pretty fun. Oh, yeah. And for all those people, they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't say this person. Like, we've been thinking about this for maybe 15 minutes, and these are the people that came to mind. But tweet us. Let us know. So, yeah. yeah. Let us know who we, who we missed and what we screwed up. Cause I know tomorrow we're going to go, oh, yeah, I forgot about this person, and we'll probably want to, like, restructure our team. But in the meantime, I'm pretty good with my team. Yeah, I like mine too. But I think there's all of yeah. one or two other people I would have liked to have um, maybe gotten on there. Oh well. So, all of my team. I know you listen to this podcast regularly, so submit your resumes and we'll work out a relocation package. Come work for me. It's gonna be good. Be a hard time chasing that RV. <laughs> it's true. I just, mm. <laughs> relocation package would not be easy. And constantly relocating. (laughs) All right, so for all of our listeners, we would love to hear from you, not just to hear the feedback for today's show and what team you'd like, but also for questions and comments for future shows. Go ahead and check those out at meekinggeeks.com. Check out the contact page. That is where you could drop us a line and ask those questions and leave some suggestions for the show. Go ahead and check out the homepage as well, and that's where you could listen to um, all of our shows right there and... Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And you excuse me. You can find us on the social medias at Instagram at makinggeekspodcast.com, uh, Twitter at Making Geeks, and Facebook at Making Geeks. And throw us every thought in your head on everything. And hit us up on Wow. Damn it. What's I, I don't know the <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those nights. We need what's, to get us up on iTunes, iTunes. iTunes, iTunes. I was like, what's the <laughs> iTunes thing? Hit us up on iTunes. Review us on iTunes. Send us up. Send us down. Send us wherever you want to send us. Just send us somewhere. Hit iTunes and do things on iTunes. Give us reviews. Do whatever you got to do. Go there. Overcompensated for that one a little bit. A little bit. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we get final edit. I want to thank our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash making geeks, especially our you know, longstanding patrons. We have a new patron, uh, Mr. A.J. Huff. Thank you so much for your support, along with Maker on the Move, Sean, Tony Rulo, Live Free and DIY, and Mr. Seth Williams. Thank you guys so much for your support, your uh, help is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to get some cool perks, some swag, some behind-the-scenes access, go hit us up over there at patreon.com slash makinggeeks. Thanks a lot. AJ Huff is going to be super irritated when he gets to watch this live video, and he came here just for Sean. It's true. <laughs> There's no Sean. <laughs> but you can find our own individual bodies of work at geeksmithing.com, geekbuilders.net, Asylum Designs on Twitter, Instagram, and Thingiverse. And you can find my work at thePIWorkshop.com. And I just realized we skipped what we're geeking out about. 
Can we talk about Guardians yet? Sean? Who saw it? I have not seen it. I won't get to see it for at least another week. I have not seen it. So confused about this movie. I need to talk to somebody about it. So go watch it. All right, I will, I will make... I will make special efforts to try and find a babysitter and it's not even trying to find a babysitter it's convincing the wife to try and find a babysitter just so we can go out <laughs> I won't get around but, to see it till the week after next I got make it for next week yeah we do alright so within the next two weeks because I, I just need that buffer that's what I'm geeking okay. out about I'm going to hang out with Sean less than a week shut it <laughs> So freaking jealous! I hate you both. Yeah, I I really need this too. I, I need to get away for a couple of days. And it's gonna be a quick trip too, and it's gonna be a long trip—six hours in the car with kids, both ways. Ugh. Yeah, we don't do that. It's gonna be worth it though. <laughs> we don't. No. <laughs> we set time limits. We have learned over our journeys that we give about four, maybe five hours at the most until people start losing their mind. Well, they're pretty good in the car for like three hours, and they'll do some carb loading, they can pass out, and we'll finally let them hit the, <laughs> fi- finally let them hit the electronics, and then about that time we should be rolling in. So we try to divide it up that way. See for that pretty good equation. Time. I've had a couple years' experience now, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'd like to thank everybody for hanging out with us on this episode. Again, pick your team. We'll, we'll throw down the gauntlet. We'll be in the Maker Arena. Pick, vet your team against ours. Find us on any one of the social media platforms. Let us know what you think. And from us to you, we'd like to thank you for hanging out with us every week. Come back next Saturday for a new Making Geeks episode. We're like the adult Saturday morning cartoons. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. I like that. (laughs) T-shirt. Yeah. See you guys. All right, folks. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Love you guys. Take a walk. Take a walk into the garbage.